everyone, and welcome to The Art of Podcasting, episode 19, Talking Tech with Mike Smith, recorded August 18th, 2012, and brought to you by Element OP Productions, elementop.com. We're back after what seems like forever, well, almost all of us. Our first week back, James couldn't be with us, but uh, we have a good uh, stand-in for him. In fact, James is kind of mad that we're doing this interview without him. So, Mike, you may have to come back some other time. Okay. <laughs> so, uh, as you know, my name is Mark, and with me, as always, except when I forget to tell him we're doing a show, is Mr. Steve Cherubino of HowToPodcast.biz. Hiya, Steve. Hello, Mark. How are you doing? I am How it- doing well. I'm finished moving, and that's the important thing. Oh, yeah. M- moving sucks. Of course, well, I'm not finished unpacking. That'll be a while longer yet. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. No, that's that's another thing, too. You always got the boxes, and you take a couple things out a day, and then that's the way I've been handling it. That's all right. I moved four years ago. I still have boxes <laughs> <laughs> that, are, that are still packed up. And is, it me, is it me, or is it the, like when you move? Do you, I always make this decision after I move. I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to get rid of all this crap, and I'm just going to like have a few things and I, I always like make that in my mind like i just have way too much crap i'm just gonna get rid of all this crap and i just never do and i just drag it all around with me wherever i go i live with four girls that we needed oh. a stuffectomy in the worst way we, <laughs> we threw away truckloads of stuff and still took a semi to get us here wow. i feel for you I mean, I was yeah. lucky. I had three boys. They throw everything away anyway. So, <laughs> but <laughs> I can't even imagine that many women having uh, like oh, yeah. That's and, be and that voice there is our guest this week, Mike Smith, also known as the Mike of the Mike Tech Show. And he's gonna. Uh, you've got two podcasts. You do, Mike, or is it more than yes? That? Well, two. I have two. I uh, you know one I do every week. That's the Mike Tech Show, and I record that live on Thursday nights at. 8 o'clock Eastern time and then edit it eventually by Friday night sometime and get it out there in the in the podcast uh, ether. Then I do another show that's semi a couple times a month and it's called Tech Vets and that's with Carrie Holzman and that's just uh, technology veterans and we it's more of the business around tech. It's more centered and uh, we do that. We, we record when we can. It kind of averages like two times a month. And uh, based on uh, a recent, a relatively recent episode of that show, neither of you guys would hire me if I went in for an interview. <laughs> well, we did a test interview. That was actually a great uh, recommendation from uh, Carrie. He said, Mike, how about if we do a, a mock interview and you interview me and oh, just cold? And we did that cold, no rehearsal, no notes. And I interviewed Carrie. And at the end of the show, he was shocked when I said I wouldn't hire him. And gave him why, and uh, that was kind of cool. Oh, so, really? What was the reason? Well, he brought. I said, "Why?" Well, when he talked about his former employer, yeah, it was a hint of negativity, uh-huh. of some issues. And I mean, they were innocent, and he was being honest. And I was like, "Well, I'm not going to hire you because you could be a problem employee, and I don't want that, and I can't have that on my team." <laughs> and and, <clears throat> and I said, "You know, you would never know that." But that is why I wouldn't have hired you, but I would have never told you that. Right, right. So that's interesting. That, I got to listen to that one. That was, the, it was really cool because he was so good. Now, he closed well, and I told him that, and I said, that, mm, you know, it would have been a tough decision, but that right. negativity, you can't take a chance. And 
so, so he said, so you got to lie, really? Well, I said, when it comes to that, yes, you got to put a positive spin on the negativity. Now he's like, what? Okay, here's an example of that real quick. I don't want to go off topic here. If someone asked you, what do you dislike about yourself? Make it a positive negative. You know, the, so I would say, well, like I didn't too much get energy. my master's. I, yeah, I have too oh. much energy. Yes. <laughs> What That's I don't exactly. like about myself is I'm too darn handsome. I'm so <laughs> handsome that women just follow me around, and I hate that about myself. See, that's <laughs> it. You, but you got the point. You so you make you make up something that is you know. Well, I didn't get my master's degree, so or I didn't get you know. Well, that's okay. I still got my bachelor's. You know, but to me, it's something that I'm disappointed in myself. But it's not a negative to be I got higher. You. Yeah, you know, and so that's how you do that. How was your last employer? How? Oh, I wish I could be there forever, but unfortunately, <laughs> you know, they're laying off, or they're, you know, and I, I, I need to, you know, you, you got to have. It's got to be positive. Love my job. Love everything. You know, huh. you can't be negative. Any negative that turns off everybody. So for the interview I had that uh, that got me the job I have right now, the last question on the interview, uh, the the woman who is now my manager said, "Tell me." When I'm going through at the end of the day and I'm, you know, looking over applicants and remember and thinking back on interviews, what am I going to remember about you? And I said, you'll remember me for my smooth charm and my wry wit. And she <laughs> laughed and said, well, now I will. Yep. That was great. I mean, that's that they're the kind of comments, you know, I would, you know, I would, I would say it's my problem solving skills, my dedication to the job at hand. That that's just what you're going to remember me by. I can solve anything that you throw at me, you know. So they're the kind of things that's going to get people to never forget you, you know. And you got to leave them with a reason why to bring you back, and that's the whole thing, you know. And uh, that's that's what it comes down to. We talk about that a lot because I did a show a long time ago that on how to prepare for the job interview, and uh, that was a great show years and years ago when I started podcasting, and that's because. I was going through a process of hiring people and I couldn't take it anymore and I had a vent. And so the next show I was doing, I started venting saying, will you people please prepare yourselves for interviews? Because I just interviewed 20 people and I wouldn't, I wouldn't hire any of them for anything, you know, and it was getting frustrating. So uh -huh. I, I, I laid out my own do's and don'ts for preparing for a job interview. And that was all because of that, because I was going through that as a network manager. So that's what my show is about. I, it's it's like therapy. I I vent on like all the things I'm doing consulting now, or you know, uh, and, and talk yeah. about that and bring that into like real world into trenches discussions. That's how that's how my show Podnets Daily was for me. Definitely like therapy. Yeah, <clears throat> I could I can't exactly. I mean, there was some really rough weeks and rough Thursdays, and I'll, I'll come on the air and. I'm like, wow, I actually feel better after this. Yeah, <laughs> you know? totally, totally. <laughs> so, oh, wait. Oh, after this weekend? Oh, I, I, my biggest thing this weekend was, I know I'm going to be a guest on the Art of Podcasting at 11 o'clock, and I got to finish all these problems that I've been working on with, with clients, uh, machines and stuff. I hate hardware. Steve knows this. I can't stand it. And that's all I've been working on this weekend. And oh, I'm looking at this. This whole weekend is like material for Thursday night. <laughs> my whole show was built because of yesterday and today. Now, regardless of whatever I was planning next week, that goes out the window because I got to talk about what I was doing. And Steve, I went to Micro Center and actually bought a part this afternoon and it did not work. And it was, uh. and, 
I bought a power supply, but I was kind of hoping it was the power supply, so it, it was definitely yeah. a, something more. But I was hoping it was the twenty dollar fix, you know. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I actually uh, went down. And Steve loves that place. You you probably missed that place from. Uh, I do have a CompUSA in walking distance, and that's that's now basically like a Tiger Direct. So oh, it's okay. it's not quite a micro center, but it's pretty close. It's close enough. Okay. Yeah. See, I, since I don't get involved in hardware, or at least I try not to repair hardware, I kind of want my clients to have maintenance contracts on the servers and the desktops, and I will manage the process as it, as Dell or HP techs work on it, we send something back or do, because I have a lot of businesses as clients, so not individuals, but this was a business client that happened to have a PC where it was their main machine for x-rays for an orthodontist and the PC died. Now, luckily we had a backup and that's what I was able to do a total recovery to totally different hardware. And that's what the solution was today. Because, yeah. You know, I, I couldn't fix the problem. So I just moved into another XP system, you know, that's working. So well, it's <laughs> like you said, Mike, I mean, see, if anybody doesn't know, Mike's show is about consulting and fixing and like doing work on computers um, yep. doing consulting work and the things he encounters every day. So his material basically writes and writes itself based off of what he does every day. So that's a exactly. great way that's to podcast. What, that's what Podnuts was when you first started, right? So you've it's exactly. Thing. It, it's a great way to podcast because it is therapeutic and you get to talk about what you did all day and the problems you solved and you get to tell somebody else and that helps them. And it's, it's one of the, I think it's one of the best ways to podcast is just talk about what you did on your job. <laughs> exactly. Cause you, you're, you're being honest and listeners know, you know, the, and, and the content is king, as we all know. And that's what you're going to get listeners for a podcast. You've got to have good content and you put good content. They will come. And, and, that, and that's is where I may make a connection with the audience because everybody, not everybody, but there's a good portion that's living what I'm living in some way. One of my yeah. problems or they're being prepared when they come across that problem, they're like, oh, man, I remember Mike doing this, you know, and and it's great. And so uh, that and also I look at myself as a conduit to the other listeners. So a listener will send a question. I may not have an answer, but then I'll put it out there and then I may get six replies from other listeners and then I'll do a segment on those replies. So I look at myself as the conduit between the Mike Tech Show family out there of listeners. And uh, sometimes that material just kind of writes itself, you know, where I'll, you know, it'll be listeners that have the problems. And I'm sharing that and come up with great discussions. And, uh, you know, I, I, it's amazing. I, I love it. And everything changed when the, the live uh, video started with Ustream. That has been amazing. That changed everything for me in podcasting. So I don't know. Yeah. yeah, that was when I, when, when I started becoming a conduit too much. That's when I started my forums. That's when I knew it was time to start the forums because I couldn't handle the load of, I mean, being a conduit just enough to give some content on the show is great, but being the right. middleman between the listeners who have questions and other listeners who have questions and answers, that's what for, that's why forums rocked for me because that was the place I'm just yeah. like, oh, just go to the Podnuts forums and then they don't talk to themselves, get their answers much quicker. And of course, I, I, still no I used to still pick up some content for that. Do you still have the forums? Oh, yeah. Because yeah. I don't have time for, I, I had forums for a while 
and I don't have the time, and I wasn't in there, and I wasn't responding, and I was like, I know, I gotta have man. time to manage it. Now, I haven't if I been had in a, there for a while. Get moderators, <laughs> exactly. Like if I had a four moderators or people that can control it, and then like tap me and say, Mike, we need you in this topic or something, you know, that would be nice, you know. But I don't have that, and uh, it, it, it's very tough. And then that there's a lot, there's a thin line on trusting, you know. Uh, listeners and stuff for, mm -hmm. to take over important functions, yeah. you know. So Definitely. it's uh, it's hard to, you know, you got to you got to build a relationship for you know and trust. So it just got to be too much, and I was like, that's it. I killed them. They kind of died, and I was. But uh, I I like the idea, you know. So yeah, yeah they, they're really spam, good. Thing you know, that was another thing. You got to, you, you, you know, there were so many spam registrations and stuff that was like, oh, you know. And I still get that. You, you have to have good moderators and you got to be on top of it every day. I mean, without yeah. my guys and door to door geek in there just booting and banning people, I mean, I, I would be lost. So, yeah, that's, yeah, that's, it, it is Mark, hard. Sorry to, Mark, sorry to hijack the show. Yeah. <laughs> you want to stick to the, you want to stick to the notes and uh, go ahead and ask some questions. Go the for it. The glamorous life of a podcaster right here. No, that's, <laughs> uh, what I was, you know, Mike started off by saying he didn't want to derail the, the get off the subject. Mike is the subject. You can't get off the subject, Mike. It's all you. This is your show. Uh, but I did want to, before we uh, uh, chase the rabbit too far down the hole, I just wanted yep. to uh, um, say, you know, I'm, I'm back. I've been away for for a couple of months, uh, but all the shows on the Element OP Network, all six of them, are going to kick back up this week, starting tonight. So um, I'm I'm back to being a busy guy with with now three jobs instead of just two. So yay! Uh, <laughs> yay, right? I, I count being a, a family man as one of those jobs. So oh, absolutely. Um, uh, I uh, I'm looking forward to being. I missed it. I missed podcasting. And uh, I'll talk a little bit more about that uh, cool. toward the end of the show. Uh, well, how long have you been off? Uh, about like two months, almost exactly wow. two months. Uh, wow. I left Texas, uh, my home of uh, uh, 15 years. Actually, I had been in that house 13 years, uh, but I grew. I had grown up in that whole area uh, my whole life. On June uh, 18th, I believe it was, uh, maybe the 16th, uh, whatever Father's Day was, that <laughs> was right around there. Uh, that I, I left Texas and, and um, moved to Atlanta, Georgia, uh, and was literally homeless for a while, living on a, a friend of mine's uh, spare bedroom until I could find a place. And then once, I, once I found a place, I uh, uh, packed up my family and moved them out here, all while uh, starting an entirely new, not just a new job, but a new career, uh, leaving uh, the, the only career I'd ever known, starting something different, learning an entirely new skill set, uh, going to... Uh, uh, six, diff uh, three different training courses uh, uh, in Wisconsin over the course of a couple of months. So I was traveling oh, a lot. I was man. flying a lot. So yeah, podcasting had to uh, had to be Take paused. A back seat. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, mean, I can see that. The irony that. is, is like uh, maybe less than three weeks before that, uh, we had just the the flagship show, the one that I started with, called the Tightwad Tech, uh, had just celebrated two years. Of, of podcasting having never missed an episode in two years and then i ah. said all right that's great we hit that milestone now i'm gone oh. <laughs> so i was gone for for two months and tomorrow night will be our first uh, show back there so uh as you can see uh, those of you who are watching um live i uh, am in still a, a set of transition in the studio here i have uh, still have some pr soundproofing to be done uh i had uh, i had just I talked about it on the show, actually. I just uh, custom-built my own studio uh, 
uh, back in Texas. I had to pack that up and move it roughly two tons of, uh, of soundproofed uh, panels um, and I uh, had to, to, to move all of that out here and I'm, I'm setting it up and moving it uh, around. Now, I, the house I'm in now, I have a basement. I've never had a basement before. They don't have basements in East Texas. The ground mm-hmm. swallows basements if you try to put it there. Um, so uh, instead of in the garage, now I'm in the basement. So it's a whole new set of uh, challenges. So you might hear a, a toilet flush above me or something. I'm, I haven't <laughs> haven't quite worked that out. Uh, so yeah, Jim says, is this going to be called the Pod Pod 3? I guess so. Uh, my friend Aaron is calling it the Rent-A-Pod because I'm renting a house. So uh, whatever I do here will not be as permanent uh, uh, as, as I had hoped. So anyway, I just want to get that out there. Good to be back, everybody. And I appreciate the uh, the emails and the, the forum posts and all those things things uh you guys asking about me wanting to uh know when i'd be back and hoping things were well uh so uh it's nice to know that you like me it's nice to know that you care and um i'm back and i'm looking forward to uh providing you with uh the best content i can find other people to (laughs) to give me and that's uh that's what this show is steve and mike are here to provide the content because i can't so uh yeah (laughs) jim in the chat room says he missed bacon that's our uh uh thursday night show the uh periodic table it's uh actually all of it let's face it they all have a heavy bacon influence but uh uh, (laughs) i mean if you're a geek then bacon's geeks and bacon go hand in hand yeah that's so so do so do geeks and weight watchers or maybe it should Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so uh mike we we already talked a a little bit about your 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 flagship show talk a little bit about that the mike tech show how long have you been doing it how did you get into it and uh just go from there All right. Uh, thanks. Uh, I've been doing it for a little over seven years. Uh, this March was my seventh anniversary, and I, it, I got so started. you're sort of a proto podcaster if you've been doing yeah, it that long. I got started. Bec- Wait to hear this because of XM radio and what, and what happened. I had an XM radio over seven years ago, and it was a channel called CNET Radio, and CNET they broadcast tech twenty four hours a day. And it was great. I love listening to it. And and then that went away. And to take its place, I found I stumbled on Adam Curry's podcast, which was Daily Source Code at the time. And I stumbled onto that and said, Wow, what is this? And started listening. And then I found two podcasts. One is pod faded and the other one is still going, you know, great. And I have a, a you know good connection with, and that's Todd Cochran from Geek News Central. And he's been doing a podcast for forever and since the beginning. And then there was another one called In the Trenches. That was exactly what I was doing as an admin, as a tech in the corporate world, as a network administrator and a network specialist and then, you know, a network manager. And they were tales of things that I was living and breathing. And I loved listening to this. And it was my son, my middle son. Uh, Ryan, who heard me listening to these things, and 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 I would be like answering questions and doing stuff and talking at the screen, and my son's like, "Why are you not doing this?" And I said, "All right, I'll give this a shot." So I went out and got a microphone, plugged it in, and then started recording with this free program, Audacity, and started recording, uh, just talking, and did a recording, and I didn't care for the audio quality, I and. How do you add, and this is, this is great, how do you add an intro or an outro and make it less complicated for editing at the end of the, the when I was done recording? And that's where I started slowly 
uh, recording and getting, I, I bought my first mixer, which was a Yamaha. And then I, I found out how to add that music and, and fade it in and out. And I was like, wow, this was great. And I put a show out there and had just friends listen. And I got a great response from just friends and, and family. So then I decided to actually put a full show out. And when I did, I got one email after the first show. And it was from Trucker Tom, who stole around. <laughs> he sends me this great email. And I always talk about this whenever anybody asks this. He started saying how he used to be in the IT world. He drives a truck and he listened to podcasts and he found mine. I love it. And I love and you know, like I, I was so glad to leave the IT world, he said. And then, you know, and now he just drives trucks. And at the end of the email, which I've still kept this email, he says, I wanted to let you know someone is out there and listening. And I'm there and I'm listening. And I was like, that was it. It was like, I'll do show two. <laughs> it was like <laughs> that I got when when I started getting feedback in email, it was like, wow, you know, yeah. and then I st- you know, it was, and then that started edging me on. I started to get more email. And then I was like, uh oh, I, I want to do more with the audio quality. And so that's when I got very, very fortunate. Like second or third show, I was contacted by a company and this came, I did not think, I think, thought this was just going to be a hobby and it, it's, it sort of still is, but I was contacted by a company to be a sponsor and that sponsor actually really helped feed paying me for i I put everything 100 percent back into the show it really helped me buy a mackie mixer i bought you know more equipment and slowly started building up more equipment with advice from a musician friend and advice from todd cochran the combination got to a point where all this equipment I've had with me and have not changed a thing in six years. So, who was the sponsor, Mike? The sponsor was Nitro Security, and they were in um, Portsmouth, New Hampshire. And I ended up developing a pretty good relationship. And then, waiting to hear why I had to drop them, I bought, I actually liked the product so much, I recommended it as a solution for the company I was working for during the day. And I had to talk to them and I said, this is going to be a conflict of interest. I can't be receiving money from you. Uh, you know, and so we had to end, I had to end the sponsorship because <laughs> I didn't want that conflict of interest. And uh, as the network manager, had to, had to remain pure, had to re- you know, no influence. So uh, I did that. And then uh, uh, a lot of people wondered where, what happened with them and why. And, and that's, that's why that was, you know, I had no choice. Um, they... That was great, and that was nice. So, so filling that void, I joined this network called the Tech Podcast Network, and that was owned and started by Todd Cochran from Geek News Central, and he has a company behind the scenes called Raw Voice that kind of owns this, and he doesn't own the content. He doesn't own, but they, what they do is they manage the advertising for you, and you use their statistics program that measures the downloads and that's how I ended up with GoToMeeting and then there's been other sponsors along the way but GoToMeeting still with me now they've taken some breaks along the way but for over six years I've had a you know GoToMeeting wow. and it's very interesting and I'll tell you something 
I made more money six years ago than I do today. And I got more listeners. Podcasting was very interesting. They didn't have to price it in the beginning. So you could pretty much charge a, a lot more when people didn't really know. Now, the advertising rate is so low out there for advertising, it's like it's nothing. It's better That's to be... It, it's better to be an affiliate, have affiliate relationships, right? Where you get a piece of the action. I than, think that's so wrong, Mike. I mean, no, no, not what you did, but that the right. rate for podcasting went down. If, if people really measured how much response they get from podcasts, it's, I'm sure it blows almost any other marketing yeah. advertising out of it, the water. This is like a, this does. is like a spoken from the host endorsement of a product. People respond. I mean, I, and I, I yes. know you have, and I, I know yep. I have, and Mark, we have great responses from when we recommend something. People tr put, you know, they listen to you every week, and they st they will put faith it's in what you say, and yep. at, at least give you a try, give it a try. And yeah, it's a unique relationship that a podcaster has. It's a, uh, you know, my voice is going into your head directly. You know, you've got the head, the the earbuds in, and you're working out or whatever, and I'm in your head. I'm in your brain when I'm speaking to you, and and that's a that's a powerful thing that I don't think everybody is realizing yet. Right, it is. It's not like watching a we YouTube can't video. Abuse that either, which we don't. Yeah. And I know Steve does it, and I don't. We. We'll only recommend what we truly believe in and what I, I, I've turned down many, many opportunities for advertising because like I don't use it or I don't want, you know, yeah, I use too. go to meeting. I use it. I have now instant house call as a sponsor. I use that product. I love it for re, for remote access. So there's I won't talk about a product or unless I use it or really stand behind it. And I think and if you don't abuse that with listeners they will they know that and they will they will respond so right. yeah, i think you're right it. steve i think one of our listeners is worth significant more than a typical someone that watches a show and sees a commercial you know totally our, our listeners are absolutely dedicated and 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 uh you know will will follow what we say yeah it, it's worth it for the advertisers and it's a shame if the price is going down because it's definitely Probably worth way down, way down. Just, to, yeah. just I, I, well, I shouldn't talk numbers, but let's say, oh boy, if if you were if you were at a hundred percent six years ago, you're ten percent of that now. Wow, that's so lame. Okay, From, just to give you an uh, idea. Yeah. So I, I mean, you. I was able to buy some decent equipment. You know, it was like there was actually, I thought. By year two, this could be a full-time job. Right, right. And I was kind of hoping it would be a full-time job. And I was like, boy, I would add more days during the week in podcast. And if this could... And then that's when the... Just as I was kind of hoping to turn this into a full-time gig, the bottom fell out of the advertising. And well, Mike, that's also dropping. probably around the same time that podcast really started to proliferate. Because, yes. you know, when you were seven years ago, like I said, you were a proto-podcaster. There weren't a lot of uh, of you out there. Now exactly. there are millions of podcasts out there, and 99% of them are bad. Yes. So as an advertiser, that's what they're – I mean, Steve Jobs referred to it more than one time as an amateur hour. And uh, that's what uh, advertisers see. They see millions of bad podcasts, yes. and they're willing to, you know, cast a little seed out there and hope it might uh, catch root in the rocks. But uh, what what we have to do is is rise to the top and be among the best. And then, you know, the, the top – 
guys make plenty of money. There's there's lots of money to yes. go around um, when you're good enough. And so that's my goal is just to be good enough. And, uh, you know, I uh, when I run the numbers on the current um, market right now, I figure you need between five and 10,000 listeners to even really be able to approach a, uh, a an advertiser of any value. Yes. Um, and you're, you're, you, know, you hit it right on the head. Yes. And that's, you know, that's exactly I what I feel. I don't have that. I'm not there. Uh, I hope to be, but it's up to me to be good enough that 10,000 people want to hear what I have to say. And if I'm not, nope. I don't deserve any advertising money. Right. I mean, my I had dreams of, you know, 100,000 listeners, you know, and, and it looked like I could do that, you know, I in the beginning. And I really had dreams of that. And uh, then it was like, okay, this is not going to happen for me full time. So I stuck it out in the corporate world and that ended in 2008. And let me tell you, that was scary when uh, Steve knows during this time when he was in the area here, uh, when I got laid off, I started my own business and started consulting on my own. And that was a pretty scary time. And I shared all of that, you know, on the podcast and uh, talked about that. And I think that might have cost me listeners at that time, too, because you, there's a thin line between getting personal and talking tech. There's I got. A lot of listeners that they just want the tech. They they want no BS. No, you know, look, I, I I don't care that you were just on vacation. I don't care that you were just. But then I got a hardcore group of listeners that want that. That's that's where I make that connection. That personal, like when you were just talking about your move. There's a lot of listeners that we want to know what happened to you and what. And it's not tech or it's not podcast. You know, it's not the art of podcasting. But they want to hear it, just like me. And so I I draw that line. It's kind of hard to, you, you know, have that's to. One, yeah, well, we have to draw the line, and there there does have to be a definite balance there because a lot of times when I listen to shows, I, I really just want the content, but then sprinkle in some personal stuff. I mean, this is just my personal preference. Yeah, yep. I'll because that, that's that, what that, I do. That goes I, a long way. It's just a little bit of sprinkle, and not where where I went through a phase of a little too much, you know, personal and talking, gotcha. and then and I had a I had to pull back a little bit. And yeah. not not get not get that personal uh, with everybody, but to leave enough because I want that connection. Because I truly look at this as the Mike Tech Show family, and that uh, you know, and that mm -hmm. you know, it's like it's like an extension of my existing family, and uh, it's important uh, to to do that. I mean, I'm coming into their lives Thursday nights. I I rarely miss a show, but what I find fascinating is when I'm going to miss one, and I tweet it or you know put it out on Facebook. The amount of email that I get for people that don't know what to do with their Thursday night, and it's like, and it, it, you know, it's two things. I'm happy and sad. You know, I was like, oh man, I'm sorry, I can't be there. And then, yeah. you know, but then I'm like, wow, these, you know, there's a lot of people that this, this is that this is what they want. This is what they they, they tell them to watch a rerun. Like. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I never. Hey, I've never posted that. Have you ever? Have any of you guys ever did like a best of and put it out there? I've never done that. No. I, I don't have enough best ofs yet. <laughs> <laughs> and for uh, me, it's all about too much work yeah. to do that. Yeah, it but, is a lot of work. I'm kind of going back. I'm like, wow, I'm going to be, this week is going to be show 421. So yeah. there's 420 shows. I know there's a lot of shows in there that are still relevant that I could like, uh, but I just don't do it. 
I did. So you know I, what guys I, I did, a, did? They put it on the listeners, and they told the listeners to pick their favorite clips, and then they had somebody just go grab all those and put them together. If I did a best of show, it'd be roughly eight minutes long, and that would be my entire podcasting career. <laughs> but you know, I do sometimes get the emails. Uh, a good example is the show that I do before this one on Sunday nights, Everyday Linux. Uh, it's uh, okay. three or four guys, depending on the 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 day, uh, and we talk about. Uh, Linux and living with Linux and and you know the the good bad and the ugly of it, but sometimes I'll get email say look you know this was a a, a sixty five minute show and you didn't even mention Linux until twenty seven minutes in, um, <laughs> yeah. you know yeah. and honestly my wholehearted uh, response to that is yeah well. I mean that's that's just the way it is. Uh, Fast forward past that if you don't like it, right, exactly. you know, and get until you get to the Linux. You know, there, well, and that and and one one guy said, could you just put in the notes? Just put this is where we started talking about stuff. <laughs> uh, but you know, I I view that stuff as important when it's yes. just guys being guys because that's that's what we do in our lives. We're storytellers. When you get a group of people around. For any occasion, a high school reunion, a, a family uh, gathering, or just you and your buddies having a beer after work, humans engage in storytelling. That's the way we communicate with each other. If I come to you and just bring the tech, just bring the news, that's nothing more than you could get on a thousand blogs. You could go read Ars Technica and get better information than I can give you. What you can't get is my personality and my storytelling and my uh, spin on things. So that's where I think the value in, in podcasting is. It's not in our ability to bring information it's in our our ability to engage people and if you don't like it that's fine there's a lot of other podcasts out there that are just the facts if you're a joe friday type great my show's not for you but i'm not going to change the way i do my shows i love that that is so cool that is a great way to put that and i've never articulated it like you just did and that is exactly what i've done and i i put it in i try not to you know uh i, I I have the same formula for my show today that I did seven years ago. Very little has changed in the way I approach the show, in the way I, I don't call them formal segments, but they, they sort of have rolled that way where there's, you know, my, my uh, a little personal, little in the trenches, uh, hey, this is what I've been working on and sharing, and then there's uh, some voicemail and some email, and then they can kind of wrap it all up. And that's, yeah. and I, and that's sort of been the form, formula for me. I think that that's cool. I mean, as long as you that's the way you want to do your show and you're happy with mm -hmm. it, then yeah, yep. who cares if people, I mean, I mean, you should, you, I guess you should care a little bit, but if people right. don't like it, then don't tune in the next episode because this is how I'm going to do my show every week, so get used to it. And at least people know off the bat, <laughs> this is what you're going to do and this is what's right. going to happen. And so, yeah, and if that's how you enjoy doing your show, you should definitely do it. But I mean, you I, shouldn't, I, I think you shouldn't title your show like, Linux, like Linux, and nothing else, and then then do that. You know, you can't mislead with titles. You know, it's right. <laughs> it should be something relevant to what you're talking about. Mike, we have a yeah. question in the chat room. Uh, yeah. in, in my chat room, we have, we have at least two chat rooms going right now. Yeah, uh, maybe more. But uh, uh, Jim Beeson uh, in my chat room says uh, to, that I should ask you about uh, how you do a single host show. I I am fairly <sighs> adamant about the fact that people shouldn't do single host shows. That you should always have a co-host. Oh, great, uh, so. great question. I, 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 you know, and I was—I can't believe that I'm not in your chat there, and that's something I was going to ask you guys because you have ho you have co-hosts, and I don't want a co-host here. I do not want to rely on someone else being available, 
and trying to make, yeah, okay, you got to be ready and got to be, I, I, I don't know if it's ego or just what I want me, only me, I'm responsible, this is it, and I, I want it to be my show and nobody else's. And that's what I want to do. It's what I want to communicate. And I don't want to share the spotlight during that show. But there's a piece of me that needs the co-hosting. Ergo, Tech Vets, where it's Carrie Holzman. But we don't do it on the Mike Tech Show. We do it somewhere else. Or I've done special shows, like uh, Philly Tech Guys in the back with uh, with Steve. I That's where I get that that need to be with other people on doing occasional other shows or there were specialty shows and I called them, uh, what, are, what did I call them? It was, uh, I invited listeners and it was like a Saturday and uh, it was uh, the Mike Tech Show Roundtable and we would talk about a topic and I would share and do that and that's how I kind of got that yeah, that feed for the, and that need to be with other host, other co-hosts of a show. But the Mike Tech Show, I've only had two guests ever on like a Thursday night. One of them was Carrie, only because I think he felt bad. I, I was on computer, uh, I was on uh, Computer America so many times, and he made a comment that he was, you know, boy, Mike never invites me, and I was like, that means Carrie doesn't get it. He's not listening. Oh, totally, <laughs> you know. So I invited him on one night. And then there was a security expert, Chris Harrington, who was actually the technology, the, the chief technology officer of Nitro Security at the time. And the guy will, uh, uh, unbelievable, who's the, oh, oh, who's the security now? Steve uh, Gibson. Gibson. Steve Gibson. He would run circles around Steve Gibson. Okay. So, what? Yes. So this is a guy, when you That's meet crazy. someone like that, I had to have him on my show, you know, and, and nobody knows about him because he doesn't, he's not out there doing anything, you know, but, but he has that kind of a mind and that kind of a, you know, he is Mr. Security. So I remember getting him on and that was it. They're the only two that's ever made it as a co-host or, or as a guest on a Thursday night. Anything else, it was a specialty show or I'll have Winston Wolf on. We've, we've done some great small business server shows together when he comes out here from Indiana uh, to my area. But then again, that's a specialty show on a Saturday. It, you know, it may be in the Mike Tech Show feed, but it's, you know, I don't know if that answers the question, but well, I... Let me, let me uh, pose a follow-up question. One of the, when I'm coaching people or when, when aspiring podcasters talking to me, one of the things I say is with a, a one-person show, that it's really easy to fall into one of two categories. One is the um, uh, the just plain boring. There's you know it's mm-hmm. it's hard to to entertain yeah. uh, as a single individual for an hour uh, or more. And I think that podcasts are as much entertainment as information, and if if not more so, uh, that's my view on it. But secondly, the the and the one that a lot of of one man shows fall into is not just boring, but the pompous windbag. Uh, uh, mentality, <laughs> yeah. you know, they they're you know they're the god of their own domain, and that's how they come off. And so, and it's not that you can't do it; it's just that right. n- most people that I've heard try to do it end up coming down in one of those two camps. So, have you ever uh, hmm. set out to specifically avoid either of those things, or do you do you try to guard against those, or or do you just go and and let the I, chips fall where they may? 
I try. I don't think I come off as pompous because I will, you know, I, I that's what you reading. think, Mike. Pardon me? I'm just, that's what you oh, think. Okay. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I'll read kidding. like negative <laughs> comments and I've done that. I've read uh, people that like disagree with it. Oh my gosh. Wait to this Thursday night. I agreed with an email last week and this doesn't happen that often where I hit a nerve and I have a stack of email completely disagreeing with me and the other listener that I agreed with. And it sure. was about LastPass. Oh, my gosh. And uh, it, it's so interesting that now I've got this deluge of email that's, got, that's made me look and say, I'm wrong. Yeah. I agreed with this listener. And now that I've read the explanations from 20 other people, that's a lot of response for one email, you know, and I, I literally 20 emails and they're all saying the same thing. And, and I was literally, I'm wrong. I'm going to admit that on Thursday and, and read some of them. I'm not, I don't think I'm, I'm too big to, to, to recognize that and share that. And I think the listeners get that. So I try not to fall into that second category you mentioned where to come off too pompous and I'm um, God and that's it. You know, I, I'll tell people, I'll read a question. It's like, I have no idea. I need your help. You know, I'm not afraid to admit something. I also want to teach that, which is when you're in your job, when you don't oversell yourself to the point where you can't do something, don't, you know, tell a client, you know what? I don't have the answer for that, but I'm going to get it for you. I'm going to ask, I'm going to find out. I'm going to solve it, but I just don't know. And I, my clients like that and they like that honesty. When they ask me something, I'm like, I don't know. I can't know everything. So, uh, one of the, uh, I guess one of the problems, and I guess this inf this was happened to me. I had a partner in a computer business that went out of business, and after that, I swore if I ever had a company, I would never have a partner, because I don't want to be disappointed by that partner, and I, I can't handle being, uh, having that person disappoint me, not live up to what I want them to do. And I think that fell into the podcasting where I don't want someone else to, where I got to rely on. Look, and, and this has happened already a couple of times with, with tech vets. Carrie's been too busy or I've been too busy and we can't connect sometimes to record. And, you know, that's good. I don't want that to happen, you know, and then what am I going to do? Do the show by myself? You know, I, I, when you have a commitment with two people, I don't ever want to miss a show. Uh, unless there's something so personal. The only time I've missed, I was in a hospital <laughs> on two different occasions during the seven years, and then I missed for a vacation. You know, that's it. I'm like, I, I, I never miss uh, shows. And uh, uh, I, so I hope I don't come off too pompous. You know, I, I, at least that's what I'm reaching for. So I don't want to fall into that. What was the first category? Uh, boring. Just boring. Uh, well, well, my listener numbers will tell me that, right? <laughs> they That's the thing. I think it's because you have a successful show, Mike, it shows that you're not you don't fall in either of those two categories. So you're okay. Right. Yeah, and I think yeah, well, you think you hit on actually the answer to the question, and that is that you you do have a second contingent to the show and that's your audience you read right. emails uh, I, I don't know how uh, much you follow the chat room I, I i haven't watched enough of your shows to see that but uh, i know follow. you i've heard you read emails and forum posts things like that so that is your second component to the show exactly as a matter of fact there's another that's 
evolved and it's all because of Ustream. And this is something that I would have never thought of when I first set out to do a podcast. The fact that someone would want to watch me record an audio show. And if it wasn't for one of the founders of Ustream, who was a listener, an early listener of the Mike Tech Show, reached out to me and said, have you ever thought of recording live? And I'm like, well, that defeats the whole purpose. The idea of a podcast is I can record it anytime I want and then release it. He says, well, we, and, and this is how Thursday nights came about. He says, we, we don't have content for Thursday night on this new service called Ustream. How would you like to be featured on Thursday night? Dude, that's was, so awesome. And I'm like, okay. But I said, and, I, and I'm writing back to Brad and I'm like, there's no way anybody's going to want to watch me record an audio show. He says, trust me, just do it. And I'm like, okay. So I was pulled in to Ustream and some of the dedicated email listeners, you know, listeners that would regularly send me email, joined the chat room when I started talking about, hey, I'm going to be doing this live show, you know, on Thursday nights. And it was it. It started at seven o'clock. It moved to eight o'clock because of of of, uh, of a job that I had uh, a few years ago, uh, and that that made me not available till later. So anyway, so now eight o'clock. It's like so now there's this pre-show. So I get on early, and there's a post-show after I'm done recording. And I turned into a few years ago a DJ in the post-show. I was losing my voice a little bit that night, and someone. I played some music and then the listeners in the chat room, they started requesting, hey, could you play some Queen? How about some Rolling Stones? How about some? And all of a sudden, and I have a pretty extensive music library so of, of MP3s. And so I start playing requests. Then we start going down like dedicated, wait to hear this, like artists that, that died that week. Now I'm in a thing where there's been so many different artists that have passed away that I got to do a segment in the post show as a dedication to that artist. So I'm not kidding. Like when the keyboardist a couple weeks ago, Deep Purple died, I had Deep Purple lined up, you know. Um, <laughs> so we have tech and music in the post show. I'll answer questions in the chat or, and play music in between. Sometimes it's all music. So it's now this little 45-minute podcast has turned into a three-hour live event every week so i'll get on early play music and take questions do my show pause in between and interact with the chat because sometimes i'll have a question and i don't have an answer so i'll pause the recording and then go to the chat and say well, well what do you think guys and i'll get all kinds of answers and then i'll start the recording again and say well here's what the chat thinks and then, and then talk about the answers that you know we, we discussed and uh, then i then then the post show happens, and I think here's where the music came from. Something I still do. I listen to some early pod. I remember the early, early, early podcasters, even tech podcasts, would play independent music at the end of the show to kind of help the independent artist, you know, throw them a bone and get them out there and get them known. And I love that. So I used to find independent artists that I liked from GarageBand.com. When GarageBand.com closed up, man, I, I've, I'm lost. And so I have some independent artists, and then I kind of break the rules and play not independent artists, too, you know, depending on what's going on. But usually they're like live cuts or bootleg cuts from somebody and then something significant or something I like from Pearl Jam or something. So I'll I, I still 
occasionally play music at the end of the show, and that's where that came from. And I think it led into that post-show, everybody requesting music. So I don't now. Do do you do you guys like hang on the air afterwards and like interact with everybody? Go ahead, see. I do. I do a short post-show and a short pre-show. Uh, sometimes we hang on long if if uh, we feel like it, but it's it's not like yours where it's just like that's what, that's it. your that's your night, you know. And that's and people, it's almost like a little party afterwards, you know. Yep. It, um, I've it's, done it's three-hour cool. post shows. I've done I've, right. I've done three-hour post shows. Hell, heck, Steve joined me on a show at on uh, New Year's Eve. I can't <laughs> believe how many listeners and people join the chat and want me to do a yearly New Year's Eve show. And that just happened to be one New Year's Eve where my, I think Dorothy, my, my wife was sick and I, and she went to bed early and was, and, and I was alone because the kids were out of uh, doing their thing. And so I went on the air and I it was on the air. And then all of a sudden there was a hundred people in the chat on New Year's Eve. And wow. I, I was like, you know, all of a sudden it's like 4 a.m. and I've been on for five hours, you know, <laughs> and uh, Steve joined me one year and that was great. I mean, we're drinking and singing and having, you know, and, <laughs> and, and live in the chat. It was, it was, it was a great time. And so uh, there have been post shows that have lasted, you know, three or four hours. If I'm like really ratcheted up and, and, and can do it here, here, this is something that you guys would like. There was a Saturday night about a month ago. And, and this is where I love Twitter and Facebook because I'm in the mood to broadcast at midnight on a Saturday night. Well, without social media, how's anybody going to know I'm there? You know, right. you know, I'll be by myself. So I, and, and I'm in a Sinatra mood. I'm not in, so I'm not in a tech mood. I'm, I tweet that, um, it's, it's DJ night. And, uh, and and you're only going to hear Sinatra. And there were like 15, 20 people joined me. And we were there for hours. And I had such a blast of pulling out <laughs> some like rare stuff, you know, that, you know, and, and, and things from my library. I have a very extensive Sinatra library and everybody's going to think that's all. But I also have like Pearl Jam and everybody. I mean, I, I like lots of music. And but I was just in a Sinatra mood. So I was playing it and it was amazing where I just tweeted I was on, Facebooked I was on and Anybody who was available who felt like staying up with me, they came on. And that was so cool because doing it by myself, I would have had no fun, you know, <laughs> you know but get, taking requests from everybody and interacting, that's something that has changed that I never would have dreamed when I started podcasting that has changed the whole game here and the social media aspect to be able to tweet and face like right now I got there's 16 people in, in my chat here only because I tweeted in Facebook that we're doing this tonight. So that's uh i i love it the uh and, and that aspect of connection of connecting live changed everything for me and, and actually i think feeds me to continue well to, yeah. to answer your question i don't do a lot of pre-show post-show uh for a couple of reasons one i do six shows a week so i'm pretty busy that's if, a lot uh, yeah if i were doing one show a week i i might oh. uh, be willing to do that but secondly um yeah yeah i i tend to record late at night because i want to I, I give my day to my family when my kids go right. to bed i'm recording so like right now it's midnight for all of us right now so it's right. it's i'm and i've got to be at work in a few hours i'm not going to do a <laughs> yeah. three-hour uh post show here <laughs> right. uh, but we do have one show we do on thursday nights competing with yours there apparently um uh, called the periodic table and it's just uh, a, a news where we make fun of the news basically 
basically. And, oh, okay. Uh, and that has a post show where we pick the name of the episode based on something that was said. And so that's generally like 20 to 30 minutes of just riotous laughter as uh, the hosts and the, the the chat room all pick the stupidest thing that we said and, and the thing that will get the most uh, uh, Google juice as a search term, you know, and so okay, it's, right. it's, it's, it's just a fun little thing we do. But that's the only thing close to a post show that we do. But what I do uh, have started doing uh, and, and it's by request from the, the chat room is anytime I'm in the studio, no matter what I'm doing, I turn the camera on. Um, and people will, uh, you know, I'll be in, I'm, I've, I've talked about it repeatedly. I'm writing a book. And so I'll be in here sitting at my computer writing for three hours and people will tune in to watch that. I don't know why, but they do. And so I give them the option. That's two years ago. That's you, you just, you just made me think of something two years ago. I was snowed in. It's a Saturday and it, there was literally like 36 inches of snow outside. You know, it was, it was horrible. So I'm snowed in and I took my a long USB cable on one of my cameras and I put out by the window just watching the snowfall, went on Ustream and added a soundtrack to it where I just put a playlist together of music. There were 40 people in the chat room and I'm like... <laughs> I can't believe this. And so now I was like, okay, I got to join in live now and participate here, you know, with this thing. They were just watching the snow and listening to the music. And it was like, oh my God. So there it's, I, I that's kind of interesting. I, I never thought of like turning it on during the week like that, you know, and just like, just watching, you know, it's something that I guess I never, you know, I, I never thought of. Do you get a lot of people uh, tuning in? Uh, not a lot, but you know, it may be five or ten people just yeah, just there, yeah. just because I am, and yeah, they, that's and, cool. And often they'll have, uh, you know, they'll talk. We'll interact in the chat room a little bit, and they'll be watching other streams, doing other there at work or whatever. And it's just, uh, it reminds me of the Truman Show, you know, where they they said people used to tune in to watch him sleep. You know, it's just uh, once you have made a connection with people, um, they they want to be with you, and you know, th- that's a little bit creepy. Just to be honest mm-hmm. with you, just a yep. hair. Uh, yep. But so far, I'm embracing the creepiness. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, when, yeah. I, when I started doing the show live, it brought this whole other dynamic to the show, and it, it made it it made it much more fun. I remember my first yep. live show. I ended off the show, and I thought the camera was off, and I said, "That was so fun!" Like out loud, and it, you know, of course, it was all caught on camera, but. It was. It was just like you get this new exhilaration for doing the show, and it's it's a great dynamic to have. I highly recommend doing the show live if you guys can pull it off. If anybody's out there wanting to podcast, but I Absolutely. wouldn't. I wouldn't depend on that for all your quality. The the, the live stream doesn't have to be perfect. Um, continue to maintain your quality for your audio, and you could record yep. your video separately. But just having that stream out there and putting it out there, something out there while you're doing the show live is a cool thing to do. Absolutely. Uh, I would not have embraced the social media aspect had it not dawned on me when I was like, well, with, with Facebook and Twitter, I never used it. And then all of a sudden it was like, wow, I got to let everybody know what I'm doing, you know, and when I'm live. And then and that's changed because now it's like everybody's trigger. You know, they're like, oh, that's right. Mike's on or I'm doing a specialty show or I'm doing something different, you know, or I'm, uh, you know, uh, uh, co- you know, uh, guest on pod nuts or something or whatever I'm doing, I'll tweet it, Facebook it. And then they come, you know, as they already comes. And it's like, that's awesome. So I, yeah. that's really what I use it for. 
and I, you know, getting the word out, you know, getting out there. And, and uh, that's an important aspect. But the live, I noticed something. My voice changed when I go live and I'm talking live versus when there's no camera on because uh, I'll give you an example. I recorded a show and there was a piece that got muffled and messed up and I needed to re-record that like 30 seconds and I started recording and my voice was totally different. I mean, there's (laughs) an, an excitement level that's missing that I can't recreate uh, Wow! to put in there. And my voice just, did, I tried. And so I was like, okay. And I tried, I tried to get myself excited and, and tried to, you know, and I can't do it. It's just, it would not match. And that's very difficult. When I try to record something and, and put it back in to the show at the end, if I forget something or uh, that, which happens sometimes where there was something really important. And it was about this Adobe uh, problem that I had to get out there and I totally forgot to talk about it. I needed to put it in at the end. So I recorded that and you obviously can tell this was added, but it was so important for me. I had to get it in there and I added it, but it sounded different and I can't get it ever to match that live. However, I sound live. I can't match that when I'm not live. Wow. I don't know if you've That's noticed funny. that. That's, That's, I don't know. That's something I've noticed. And it's just about me. Uh, another tip, you know, uh, d- does anybody remember David Lawrence online tonight? It was no. years ago. He had a nightly show. He's an actor now and he, and he doesn't, do, but he used to do a tech show. It was uh, online tonight. And I, I met, I learned that from CNET radio. And that's why like at nights at 10 o'clock, he would come on and, uh, I'd be listening to it. Well, he describes something about if you were ever a guest on a radio show, what the do's and don'ts, like never do it from a wireless phone, never do it from, you know, like he had these whole tips and I'm listening intently. And he said something else. When you talk, talk with a smile. And he says, here's how you test this. Read a paragraph and just read it, not smiling and record it, then record it and put a smile on your face while you're recording it. And it's a huge difference. And really? how it sounds and how it comes through. And I was like, that's so cool. <laughs> I was like, I was like I was, here's another, here, here you go. I love, since this is the art of podcasting, let me give some tips here. A radio listener, a, a radio listener, a, a, a DJ who was, was a regular listener. And if you ever hear the end of my show, there's a voice saying, you've been listening to the Mike Tech Show podcast. And it's got this great voice. Well, that's a real DJ who's a listener of the show and who cut that for me. And he cut a couple things, you know, for, uh, for, for some voiceovers. And he explained something in the chat to me once when I was like, I would kept coughing. I was like, you know, mm, mm, clearing my throat. I had a tough time. And, he's, and he puts in the chat, he says, did you just drink something cold? And I'm like, yeah, I got my, my water. It's cold. Well, I'm holding up a new stream right now. When I'm on the air... I drink room temperature water. You cannot drink anything cold before you're going to go live or before you're going to talk or before you're going to do something. Now, everybody's different, but one of the things he learned was, and it made such a big difference to me, I drink room temperature beverages an hour before I'm on the air and then uh, while I'm on the air. 
except after the show. Then it's cold adult beverages in the post show. <laughs> so, uh, uh, but I don't know. Do you guys do anything as a prep for like drinking something or not drinking or lemon or tea or something or no? Uh, yeah, I, I have a, I, I don't remember if I read it or saw it or something, but I heard somewhere that you know your your throat has this natural like lubrication and you could really screw with that by i think even drinking any he's th- this what i heard was drink if you drink anything you're basically washing that off and trying to lubricate it with what you're drinking and it's not yep. the natural thing so i i for some reason that's stuck in my mind and i i try not to drink anything during the show and i'm mm. o- i'm okay when i did my how to podcast videos and it took me Six hours on one day and six hours the next day straight talking. Wow. I didn't wow. I didn't drink anything during that time. And of course my voice hurt afterwards, but I made it through. Yep. So for some reason that stuck in my head. Most times I don't really uh I don't really care. I just drink whatever. I if I'm thirsty, I'll drink something. Yep. But your tip is very good. And I don't know if my tip is valid <laughs> at all, but it, that's well, what I it, follow. It worked for me, and that's and it was kind of interesting that this DJ like nailed it right there exactly what i was going through and i was like oh my god and and, uh, it just works what about you mark do you do anything like that for prep like i always have a cup of ice water with me at all times so i'm breaking all the rules (laughs) (laughs) whatever works see it's not it's everybody's different there was a a, i have a client that is a spanish radio station in philadelphia and we were talking about this because uh, one I, I love working down there. I wish I could speak Spanish, but I can't. But what I love is when they I can relate on just a larger scale all the equipment and everything. And it is just so cool. And that's why they like having me because when they're they need things to interact and everything. So we started talking about this and there was uh he was telling me they do live segments with singers and stuff that they put on their, their station. And it's like a religious, you know, Christian Spanish station. And there, they had a singer once that would come in. He had this like bottle of honey that he had to drink before he would ever <laughs> sing. And I was like, wow. He says, he says, you wouldn't believe, Mike, the singers that come in that have certain rituals yeah. that they have to have, that there's certain things that they drink, certain things they stay away from, certain, you know, to keep the voice. And everybody's different. And it's just, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's, 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 it, you have to go with what works and you got to try different things or avoid things. You know, uh, you, you you can't eat anything spicy. And boy, did I learn that the hard way. You know, it's like, you know, had a dinner one time before a show and it was just too spicy. And then I'm like, oh, my God, I'm belching. And, but, you know, it was just it was terrible. And, and, you know, I'm like thinking, well, the nice thing is it's a podcast and I can edit this out. You know, so I, that's that's the only good thing. Like I will uh, uh, I'll and, and I think people watching me live listeners watching me live like the screw-ups where i'll say something and like i'll butcher someone's name it's terrible and then i'll wait for say nothing so this way there'll be a flat line so i know where to go edit and then i'll start it again now everybody in Ustream sees it live and and sees those uh those little falls and problems but people who do not listen to, do not watch me live and only hear the podcast they're going to hear a nicely tight edited audio 
uh, where the guy doesn't make many mistakes. <laughs> and yeah, but I if the guys watching, li- what if the guys watching live like it? Why don't you think the guys listening to it would like wouldn't like it? Yeah, they would, but it's just that's <laughs> my that's the part of me the the that that OCD part of me in the audio which you experienced a little bit as we were starting. I I can't. It's just it has to be of a certain quality. I got it. It's got it. You know those those little things bother me, so I don't mind leaving it live, but I don't want to do it too much. And maybe this is when I was chastised early when I was podcasting by a listener who was an English teacher who was like, "Mike, those word whispers got to go." You know, <laughs> that's like, and uh, 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 and so you know those transition and, and they, right. they're called word whispers, and. I hate it. And when I'm, and, and, and it's stuck in my brain forever and I can't get rid of it. And anytime I listen to myself and I hear those, I got to edit them out and, uh, like that. And, uh, you know, like if we were, if I was editing this, I would have just edited that out. So, <laughs> well, Mike, I'm just, I got to let you know that's not going to be edited. Uh, <laughs> you know, I don't, uh, I don't get hung up on that sort of stuff because that's the way people really talk. Mm-hmm. And so it, it doesn't bother anybody. I used to think it would bother people to listen to it. And then I started listening, you know, instead of just waiting for the next time I'm going to talk. That's what most people do when they're you know, having a, quote, conversation. They're just waiting for the next turn to talk. But if you actually listen, everybody does that all day, every day. And we just filter it out. And so right. I, I think it gives the, I like that raw feel to the show. Uh, so, that's, you know, that's, that's the way I like vets. to do things. Yeah. And that's exactly what we do with tech vets. One of the things that was hurting us in getting shows out early on was my that control level that I have that I want to edit everything and shows started stacking up because of my lack of time to edit and they weren't getting posted. So I kind of made a informal contract where all the listeners said, I said, uh, Carrie and I, uh, one of the shows, what do you think if we don't edit that? And the minute we're done recording, Mike posts it up right away. And all I do is convert it to an MP3 and I add the ID3 tags and I post it up. And everybody can watch right there after the show. Within five minutes, Tech Vets is posted up. I actually got a, we got a great response saying that's fine. We'd rather that to get the content than Mike to painfully edit everything, you know? And so. Uh, it's funny how I can make that decision with tech vets, but I can't do it with the Mike Tech Show. Mike Tech Show's a, a, a child that I have to, you know, that I do, and it's a habit that I have that I just can't let it go out there unedited. Well, you know, I, I fall just, somewhere in between there. It's uh, Again, I encourage people to edit. Uh, I, I don't, um, I'm not going to say I don't like it. I think it's not always wise to simply mm-hmm. record and post. Uh, but don't go crazy with your editing. Take out the <laughs> obvious mistake. If your if your connection fell away right, and there right, was yeah. dead air for four minutes, of course, edit that exactly. Um, if a guy was coughing into his mic while somebody else was trying to stop the talk, edit that. Um, you know, but generally my editing flow is I fix those really big goofs. I I normalize the levels. I compress it. I add music, and I'm done. Uh, so I you know I spend probably 20 minutes of active time editing and then another 30 minutes of render time, you know, here and there applying effects and stuff. So like an hour for show, but I'm only actively engaged about 20 minutes of that in a show. That's, uh, that's the way I generally do it. 
I'm two hours editing a half hour to 45 minute show. Two hours for the, for the editing and posting and getting it all posted up. And I am not running a compressor or normalizer because it's already done with my audio gear. So I don't have to do my editing is actually going into audacity and editing out those you know, too long of pauses or too long, you know, the little word whispers here and there. And, and I go through the whole thing and then I save it. Then I use DB power amp to convert it to an MP3. Believe it or not, even though it's using the lane, I can hear the difference of an audacity file that's saved as an MP3 versus a wave file converted by DB power amp to an MP3. There's a huge difference to my ear. So that's why I go to uh, DB Power Amp. Then I edit my uh, ID3 tags and then post it up and then manage the feeds. And there's two sites I post to. And uh, that's a two-hour process. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Mike, <laughs> I, I feel like we're friends now. And I can say this. That's insane, buddy. Yeah, I know. And that's I've why it doesn't get posted times. up till Friday nights or, you know, uh, it rarely does it get posted up on a Thursday night. Uh, well, I do so, try to give myself uh two-day lead time. Like, this, we're recording this on Sunday. It'll be released on Wednesday. But I do that just okay. for life, you know. Right. Uh, the odds are I'll have it fully edited tomorrow and waiting to go out on Wednesday. But maybe not. So I give myself that option. <laughs> yeah. Well, they just... Uh, they're responding to this in the chat room uh, here saying, I'm nuts. <laughs> and then, yeah. and then someone else saying, I, I'm just anal, you know, or just, <laughs> but it's why it, it's funny. Isn't it funny? I couldn't turn that off even before we were starting. I had to hear it in my ear, even though I'm not the one recording. I had to, <laughs> it had a, there was, there was a, you know, just an acceptable audio. Um, uh, you know, it's funny. One of the proudest things that I've ever been nominated for was last year. And it wasn't the podcast. It was, it was one of the podcast awards, but it was not for the tech show. I was nominated for the first time for my production. And I was like, wow, it's being noticed. And I was like, <laughs> that's what, that made me, that made me feel better than anything else that I've, any kind of accolades or anything that I've ever received was being nominated. I was like, you know what? It, Wow, it is worth it, maybe. Or something. I don't know. Or, you guys know, guys I, who are listening, you did, Mike, a huge disservice because now he's going to spend three hours editing a 45-minute show exactly. because you gave him that award. That was a terrible thing that you did to it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but that's one of those things that I, I, I just couldn't help when I was starting out podcasting that it was all about the audio quality and I went nuts with equipment, you know, and uh, I've stuck with it and I haven't changed. And I've been compliment it many 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 times for the audio quality and that's what keeps me doing it so um i know that i'm doing something right so it's kind of hard to change that and when i'm doing it myself and it's like what i want to release uh i've actually had what was the show i did a video that's why i'm not i'm not doing any videos because i can't afford the equipment that i believe i have right. to have to put out an acceptable video by my own standards. Yeah, that's yeah, where that, I am too. That's why I don't do video. I, yeah, I, I do the Ustream just because, and eight people enjoy it, and that's great. Uh, but I don't put any effort into it because I can't do it right. Right. 
That's why I just save the Ustream recording. People can view it if they want. That's great. But I can't do a video that I'm happy with. And I've tried, by the way, I've done a couple videos that have not got released because the quality, the audio, it was not to a standard that I felt was acceptable for me to put out there. And I, I guess I'm not going to do it until I have a camera that, you know, it's going to, I'm going to have to spend a few thousand dollars and that's going to take a long time. No, not a few thousand, Mike. I am not, I, I am not going to do it until it's, it's, it's right. And the, the audio, the video is the way it should be done. And the, um, it's just one of those things that I, you know, if you take a look, I think a great example is like, uh, uh, Geek Beat or Geek Brief, whatever you know, Callie Lewis was doing. When you looked at all that equipment and all that, you you see they they like spend they six hours on post production of a fifth of a ten minute show, you know. But that's why the quality is the way it is, you know. And I'm like, that's how I'm going to be if I was doing a video, and uh, I you would have to have the right equipment. To do I don't want that high def camera. I'm ugly enough at four two hundred and forty <laughs> pixels. I, I don't want high def. You get this, this mug at at ten eighty p, and uh, people will just be in, injured by that. So, <laughs> so awesome. I want that. Uh, well, guys, I need to to draw this to a close. We're over an yep. hour already, but we haven't even gotten started. We've just been talking shop. Uh, Mike, will you come back another time and let's talk oh. about your your gear and your workflows? Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, you, you, you name it. I will be there, and uh, I appreciate you having me on and uh, letting me spew everything I was. <laughs> I've been talking. I, I talk way too much, as you can see. So, well, I like these kind of shows. When you get passionate people together and start discussing their passion, good stuff always comes out of it. The first show we ever did with Steve was the same way. I got him on, and we just started talking about podcasting, and it was an hour of riffing just on on this same sort of stuff, just like we're doing here. And then it was lost because of a hardware failure, and it never saw. Oh. It never got released. Oh. Uh, but then we came back and we did it again, and. Uh, uh, and it it's was never the too. same. Yeah, it's never quite <laughs> the same. Yeah, and Steve was Steve was very magnanimous. He said, "Why don't you?" Um, I, I emailed him and said, "Sorry, man, that didn't work. Can we do it again?" And he's like, "Why don't you status? What what was it? Something like firm up your workflow and and get a little more experience, and then we'll do it again." So it's like I think I said I think I said something like, "Just call yeah. me when you get the bugs worked out or something." Yeah, it was it was a little more <laughs> condescending than that. It really was, but I didn't hold it against you, because uh, I, frankly, if that had happened to me, I'd have said, "Dude, that's it. One strike and you're out. There's no way." But uh, <laughs> it was a perfect storm of everything crashing all at once. It was amazing. Yeah, that sucks. I I've been there, almost. Yep. I was. Uh, this is bad. I, I know you want to wrap up. I was a guest on a show very early on in my podcasting days, and they played the audio for me and posted it it was so bad i and they were so mad at me i would not promote it i wouldn't advertise i didn't want anybody to hear me because they did such a poor job in the audio and i was like on the show for like an hour you know being interviewed and talking and we were you know and uh, like this the audio was so bad that i just i i pretended it didn't they didn't exist and I never talked about it, yeah. and, and never promoted it. <laughs> I, I, I felt mean, that can, way I, when I know? did when I did Carrie's show, Computer America, and it's not anything wrong with the show. It's just the fact that it's a radio show over a phone. Oh, and, and I, I know. hate that eight bit phone codec. I hate it. It, it made yes. me, it, it. I just hated it, and I, I you know, and I, I was like, 
I don't necessarily yes. want to recommend that my friends listen to this because I because Carrie sitting there in the studio with his professional sounding beard, great sounds yep. great and I sound like Willy Wonka, uh, you know, talking to him over two tin cans and a string. And I hated that's it. exactly how I sound it. I hated it. I hated it. Hated it. Hated it. But I kept doing it, and then finally he embraced Skype. Wow! And when I the last year that he was on, that I was on as a guest. I loved it and I loved the audio quality. You felt like Carrie and I were sitting side by side. When he embraced Skype and they were able to patch it in properly to the board at the for where it was being recorded, it was great. I'll never forget the first night. The board guy doing the commercials was like you guys sound great together. This is awesome. You know, and it was like it was great. It was like in the middle of the commercials, and everybody got to hear that on UStream because I was broadcasting the live feed, so it wasn't the delayed feed, and that was kind of cool. And we knew we hit it that night, you know. And the and I was and it was finally acceptable. But the three years before that, when I was a guest, I, you're, you were exactly right. I did never liked myself on the show, but I was on once a month, and. Uh, I would always complain about the audio. <laughs> worst worst show I ever did where I, I I cut out the whole show except the part where I read emails at the very end was um, with Ben Burrows, who's the creator of the Ultimate Boot CD for Windows. Oh, yeah. He was, he was walking around his shop with a laptop wireless while he was smoking a cigarette and going no. outside periodically oh. with his laptop in his hand through the laptop mic. This was all through the laptop mic. And I cut the whole it, show, except see, he, for the it, last couple emails. He said like one sentence, and then that was it. I'm like, you guys sorry. wonder why I do this by myself. <laughs> see, see, I have to because could you imagine how demanding I would be? You, you, you wouldn't believe what I put Carrie through, you know, before we record deck mats. So I don't know. I, yeah, I know. You, you do, you do a show with Carrie, so you do have a taste of, of working with somebody else. But I got to yeah. tell you, Mike, back to that point, and then, then we'll end off, Mark. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> If you have rocks, you could, there are people out there that are rock solid co-hosts and I have a bunch on my network that I'm so lucky to have. Once you find those people, you cherish them and they're there, they're there more than you are. You know, they're, they're more dependable than you, some of them. So I'm, I'm really happy. I found such good people. Yeah, that's great. And I, that's it. You, 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 you hit it on the head and I, I have that with Carrie you know, to an extent for that show, but I, I just don't have it and I don't see it. And I don't, you know, with what my do, what I do in my style, yeah. that's it. Uh, it's yeah. like, you know, I think if there was another show ever that's going to be a co-host, it's not going to be the Mike Tech show. It'll be another show. Right. You I know, know that I would sure. see. And, uh, and, and that, yeah. Three of the shows I do uh, feature heavily weekly guests. Uh, and so it's, we're calling these people up because they're experts in a field and we value their opinion or whatever and we're we're encroaching on their time we literally have to take what they've got and often they are not technical people and so right. you know you have to just put up with it. i've done phone calls i've done conference yeah. calls and you oh. can hear the echo going back and forth and yeah. but but if the content is good enough you can look past that, but again, that's those three shows. The audience knows that's what to expect. That's the format of that show. It's it's a it's a show where we call somebody, and if we're lucky enough to be able to get somebody with a good solid Skype connection and a good headset and sounds great, that's awesome. But if not, it's you know we just have to to grin and bear it and say hope the content is good enough that the mm-hmm. the article. And just last week, I 
called into one of my own shows using just a laptop mic and a wireless connection because I didn't have my studio built up yet. Wow, and shame it, on you. I felt yep. like a heel. I sounded terrible. <laughs> it was horrible. And and but, you know, again, it was it was me being gone for two months. I wanted to be there and I had hoped that for my audience my presence was enough for them to put up with the crappy audio quality. <laughs> Maybe That's not. Cool. We'll see. <laughs> All right, awesome. so like I said, that was nearly an hour and a half there, and we didn't yep. even hit any of the stuff on the show notes. <laughs> that's, all, that's all right. James wanted to be on with Mike anyway, so it right. works out. So, uh, Mike, we'll talk with you off the air about uh, when you can come back. Uh, you know, uh, we'd, we'd love to have you every week, you know, whatever. Uh, so uh, we'll work something out there. Uh, but we have a little little thing we do at the end of the show, and you're welcome to jump in if you'd like, and it's called uh, Lessons That You Learned This Week. Um, or, or something you were reminded of, because, you know, again, this show is all about helping people, uh, in podcasting and, and we're all in the trenches. So if you've got a, a tip or something that's fresh on your mind just from this week, uh, I'll let you jump in at the end, but I'm going to go first. And, and like I said earlier, I missed podcasting. Yeah. When you're in the thick of it. And, and as I've said, I do a lot of shows every week. Uh, and you know, I'm, I'm putting 35 to 40 hours a week into this. It becomes a grind. And, and it's, you're just, you're a machine doing a job and, and you're on the air and you're enjoying that part. But as soon as that's over, it's not, you're not enjoying it anymore. And I'm sure everybody can, can relate to that. Steve is nodding his head. Uh, yeah, he, he understands. I'm nodding and, too. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Mike knows. Um, but having been away from it for, for almost 10 weeks now, I really missed it. There was a hole in my life that that these conversations we're having right now fill and not just that but the editing and the posting i love that stuff i like doing that um and so uh i really missed it when i when i couldn't do it so to you know this is just me saying to the audience out there i hope you missed me but i know i missed you and i'm glad to come back and you know if at all possible i'm never going to do that again so that's my lesson this week nice it's good nice. mark very nice I know exactly what you mean too. I've had to take breaks and just to get the love back, you know, and it comes back. (laughs) I can't even miss a week. I missed a week and I felt like almost like you did. (laughs) And it was only a week and I, it was, it was driving me nuts. So I, I have to, I have to do this every week. It's just like, it's, it's in my blood. I can't, I can't not, I can't (laughs) think of not doing it every week. Right. My show. I, I just, I can't see that. You know, so that's yeah. that's cool. Well, Steve, um, do you have a lesson ahead, you learned this week? Me, yeah. I I bought a an SSD and I for a laptop I just bought. I have a new laptop, and I'm like, I'm going. It's it's a 17 inch. It's got two hard drive bays. I'm like, I'm going to put an SSD in there, solid state hard drive. It's going to be which, super which fast. One? I'm going to use it for all my production. I bought an OCZ Vertex three. Okay. Um, and it was supposed to be real fast. Scott Moulton approved of it. So if he says it's good, then I'm going to trust him. Um, but I know the Samsung's kick ass too, Mike. I love, but, love uh, my Samsung. Good. Yeah, they're, they're really good. The, um, so I put it in this machine and this laptop would not, I could not get this laptop to boot from that drive. And I'm a computer repair technician. I've owned and operated and started my own business for several years. I know this crap, and I could not get it to work. <laughs> so the lesson, my lesson learned was the new technology and like being right on the edge is not always going to be the most reliable thing you can do. So like as far as gear and getting stuff, 
go with stuff that is proven and and works. Um, it's cool to be on the cutting edge, but you're also risking stability when you do that. And you should apply that to your podcasting rig and and the things you buy and do. Buy mics that are tried and true. Buy gear that's you know people have used for years and and love it and it's stable. And uh, you know have that as your rig. And then for fun, buy the new stuff and see how it works. But don't jeopardize you know your stable quality rig by adding cutting edge stuff just because it's cutting edge. It's almost like you're being a beta tester at this point now. Whenever you buy something new, you're the beta tester for this stuff. The companies won't admit that, but that's what's basically happening. So um, that's what happened with me when I tried to get all modernized with my system and it just pissed me off. So, <laughs> Well, at least it was a new laptop and not your established rig. So that was helpful. Right. 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 No, that's great. I, you know, I do that I follow that on my main production rig and my main system. I don't go to the bleeding edge. Everything, even from my mic, it's a Shure SM58. That is like the definitive standard for a microphone, for a stage mic or the Mackie mixer. I didn't take any chances with any of my audio gear. It is, you know, proven works and it, it was great. Yeah. So here's my tip for tonight. And I, I experienced it tonight. Do not overload your channels for your mixer because I tried to have Ustream, Skype, and Google Plus Hangout. And guess what? I can't do it with the same channels going to everywhere. It can't, it doesn't work. And I locked up and my audio locked up and I had to reboot. And so I got to cut back and like next time, like, Maybe what I'll do is like when I'm a guest, something I've learned here, I'll stop the Ustream. That's the ego of me needing it for the Mike Tech Show feed just to be out there and not do that and dedicate it to just what you want me to do. You know, where if it's Google Plus, that's what I'll do and give the video and, and the resources to that. And then that's why I'm not recording my end here because I, I want, I thought it's more important to not lock up than it is to, right. <laughs> to try to squeeze yeah. in another feed. <laughs> well, Google oh, Plus so. is a resource hog. It really is. And it's it's what we use for the video here on, on my shows. But it will drag. I'm, I'm working here on a, on a quad-core i7, and when I fire up Google Plus, the processors just spike, and, and the fans kick on, and it starts getting hot. Uh, it's, it's not very efficient, but uh, it's a great free tool for what I'm doing. Okay, that's yeah. a, that's that's a good tip. Maybe you know what? I'll use a different system for that, for the Google Plus, and just have that camera and that system, and then the resources won't even be impacted. There you go. You know, for the go for the video, because you're not doing the audio from there anyway, right? It's right. just the video. Right. Right. I could just have I could have a camera from my I could just turn my my iMac, you know, and be on there. That's what yep. I should have done. Okay. See now I know. <laughs> see, I, I see, that, this is what I learned. You know, so uh, that's <laughs> that's great. That was my uh, tip. Okay. Anything else uh, <laughs> before we wrap it up? Any other closing thoughts? No. I, I'm, I'm afraid to ask me. that because you guys might launch off into another three hours. I know. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I've, I've really loved it. So uh, before we close <laughs> out, uh, let's get plugs out of the way. Mike, make all the oh. plugs you want to make. Ready, oh, go. Thank you. Uh, well, everybody, uh, MikeTechShow.com. Um, uh, I broadcast live on Thursday nights at... 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time, and that's if you want to catch it live. But if not, you can go to MikeTechShow.com and subscribe to the feed. And then uh, every other week, 
uh, tech-vets.com. That's my other podcast with uh, co-host Carrie Holzman. And you can check out all the podcasts at, at tech-vets.com. All right. That's Steve, nice. ready to go. This is special for the live viewers. You, you will see me give my plug as a avatar bear if you're watching the live video with my new <laughs> laptop. It's got all these goofy little cheesy things you could do with your video. So now I am a fuzzy. Is that a bear or a mouse? I don't even know. Anyway, my plug is uh, for my videos at howtopodcast.biz. I wish I had higher Google ranks so more people would know about these videos because the response I've been getting from them is positive. And I put a lot into these videos. And it's, it's basically everything I know about podcasting in a 10-hour video collection. You guys, if you're interested in learning how to podcast, I know you're going to love them. So uh, go to howtopodcast.biz, link to the site if you like it, you know, um, tell your friends about it. And, um, you know, let's, uh, let's get everybody out there podcasting. Thanks. Thank you, Brother Bear. Um, <laughs> and you can find me and all my stuff. And I always feel silly about this, but Mike, this is for your listeners because I always give this plug, but you're listening. So you obviously know where to find me because you're listening to the show. But um, elementsopi.com is my home base where you can find all the shows. But uh, I want you to go there uh, and uh, go to the forums. And leave feedback. Let us know what you want to hear from us. Uh, everything we do on this network is user-driven, but this show in particular, right? It's the art of podcasting. We are your uh, instructors, uh, co-sojourners, really, as we go along this uh, process. You like that word, Steve? Sojourners? I saw you, <laughs> you, you wince a little at that one. I have to look that one up. Okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, we, we, we like to have your feedback. Let us know what we're doing well, what we could be doing better, and also what you want to hear. Uh, obviously, uh, we had we hit it out of the park tonight with uh, with Mike as our guest, so that was a solid uh, show. Good work, Steve, on, on bringing him on there. But if there's anybody, if somebody you want us to talk to, let us know. And hey, it, I don't care if it's the president. We'll we'll shoot an email. We'll try. Uh, so if there's somebody you want us to talk to, let us know. If there's a con uh, a uh, t topic you want us to cover, uh, let us know. But the way the place to do that is elementsopi.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Element and Opie don't come together very often. So if you put those two words together in the search engine of your choice, you're going to find me. And by the way, that's why I named the network that because it's unusual and you won't find it anywhere else. So, uh, <laughs> hey, Mark, great. Mark, can I write along with what you're saying? As far as people, if they want us to get guests on the show, I had a guy who wanted us to get Mark Root Sinovich on Podnuts for the longest time. He's like, you should get him on. You should get him on. And then finally he just said, screw it. He emailed Mark Sinovich himself and said, you should be on Podnuts. And he told me about it. And he said, Mark said he would do it. And I'm like, well, great. And then like, then I actually emailed Mark and we, we confirmed it. So um, guys, uh, you could email people yourself too if you if you want and just say, there's this great show you should be on and kind of open the door for us. That might help too. But uh, I'm just saying that, that that's how I got Mark on the show. It was all about a listener and his idea. So um, we're definitely <laughs> open start to a whole it. other topic here. That's a great idea. That's how I got on Computer America. It was a listener who reached out to Computer America and said, you should talk to Mike Smith and Mike Tech Show. Yeah, that's how exactly. I got on well, that's how Steve and I met, and I think actually it was Jim in the chat room who was the one. I don't remember exactly, but it was a faithful follower of the Podnuts 
uh, network who, who liked our stuff and kept telling me, hey, you guys need to get together. And then I guess he was uh, pestering Steve on the same end. And Was it uh, was it Jim? I don't remember who it was. But, I, but that's cool. If it, hey, if it was Jim, thanks, Jim. And uh, see what you did? <laughs> started the whole show. Uh, but anyway... Uh, I think that's it, guys. Thanks for being yep. with us. This was a great show. I really enjoyed this one. Uh, I always, uh, it's always nice when I can be entertained as well. <laughs> Instead totally. of being entertaining. So uh, I guess if there are no other comments, uh, no more uh, comments from the Peanut Gallery, I will simply say that ends this episode of The Arts of Power.